During the month of December, as we prepare for a new season of the Christian Atheist Podcast, we're presenting again some of the best of our early episodes for those who have more recently begun to listen. We would also point you to our Simple Gifts Podcast Christmas Programming. Listen to the full text of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol and some other Christmas favorites. We want to express our deepest gratitude to our faithful listeners, those who have stuck with us through all the complexity of thought and presentation in the past two years. Our commitment moving forward is a more down-to-earth and easier-to-understand presentation and content. Jenny and I wish you the merriest of Advent seasons in celebration of the birth of our Lord, and together with you aim at a new year in His service. Welcome to the Christian Atheist, where faith and reason fuse in the Incarnation. Episode number 13, The Cruelty of God. On December 18th, 2019, my wife and I posted the following message to YouTube. It was a first attempt to express my renewed relationship with Christ, the first appearance of what would later become the Christian Atheist. I hope it retains some value. I recently reread Matthew's account of Herod's slaughter of the innocent children of Bethlehem, Matthew 2, 13-18. I was struck by something that has been, I think, systematically ignored. God can be incredibly unfair in his dealings with us. I refuse to soften this or explain it away, as is so often done. Joseph was warned in a dream to take his new family to Egypt to avoid the slaughter. Well and good. But how about those parents and children who had no warning? Let's not whitewash this. It is not fair that those parents received no warning. It was cold. It was cruel. There is no indication that God is punishing sin here, that these children or their parents had any special culpability beyond that of the human condition. God could have warned the other parents. Instead, he saved Jesus, his son, allowing the other children to be murdered by Herod. I do not believe this problem is solved in whatever theodicy you might find compelling, as it is not a matter of the general existence of evil in a world created by a good God. God himself acted unfairly here. His action was pointed both positively and negatively. Positively, he warned Joseph and Mary. And negatively, he did not warn the others. Let's be clear-headed. We've all heard this story for as long as we've lived, but those children were not our dead children. We appreciate God's provision for Jesus, while conveniently ignoring his decision to not warn the other parents. If they were our children, however, is it a comfort to say that Jesus' life was more important, more valuable than the life of your child, however objectively true that might be? No doubt. The loss of Jesus at that point in history is unthinkable, not least because God's plans would have been nullified and all humanity unredeemed. Impossible. We can't admit the disparity in value between Jesus and those other children. But that admission does nothing to alleviate the unfairness to them when a specific warning was issued, 
but only to one of the children's parents. God turned away from the others. Turned away. Cold. Cruel. Abraham, Job, and many other Old Testament characters faced that unfairness, that coldness, that cruelty. From our human perspective, the actions or inactions of God in these moments should not be dismissed with vague notions of God's goodness and kindness towards man, but rather faced head-on with their inscrutable nature intact. Goodness, God's goodness, it must be understood, is compatible with these acts, with this coldness, this cruelty. God's ways are not our ways. Aslan is not a tame lion. Human suffering and God's actions and attitudes toward it, that is, must remain a problem for us. We should wrestle with it, as Jacob wrestled with God. Is our God cold? Cruel? We live in a fallen cosmos, enemy territory, and whether we like it or not, coldness and cruelty are realities on this battlefield. Perhaps the best answer is found where Christians must always seek their answers, in the person of Jesus Christ, the Incarnation. Was it fair to the parents and children in Bethlehem that Jesus was spared while their children were not? No. Did Jesus expect fairness from the Father as he hung on the cross in his innocence, burdened as he already was with the sin of the whole human race? Did God save his own son from Herod's henchmen as a baby and turn his face from the other children of Bethlehem? He did. And then he watched him nailed to a tree. As Jesus died, let's not forget his agonized cry, Eloi, Eloi, la masabachthani! My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God the Father could have saved Jesus. Instead, he turned away from his beloved son, just when Jesus needed him most. Cold, cruel, all praise to our inscrutable God. I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.